Another notable event, a sad one, happened in the world of Buddhism in 2012. Beastie boy Adam Yauk died back in May from cancer. He was 47. Yauk was a big supporter of Tibetan Buddhists and the Free Tibet Movement. The Beastie Boys tune Bodhisattva Vow includes a sound of chanting monks. Voices of Buddhist Monks is sampled by Adam Yauk and the Beastie Boys on their 1994 album Ill Communication. Now, for some artists, the sound of monks might have remained a musical device on one album, but Adam Yauk was concerned enough and interested enough in the plight of Tibetans that that album became the starting point for his involvement in the Free Tibet Movement. Aaron Potts worked closely with Adam Yauk on many other projects that were focused on Tibet. Aaron is the director of Air Traffic Control, a consultancy that supports artists in their work promoting social justice issues. So, Aaron, you got to know Adam Yauk, if I uh, got it correctly, through the Tibet Freedom Concerts. What was your impression about his personal involvement in this cause? Why, why was he in the fight? I think his role in it was critical as to why he was involved. I think it had to, it stemmed from some personal experiences he had had while trekking in Nepal. And then I had met him just a few days later while I was living in Nepal. Mm. Um, and I remember him talking about those experiences and about, you know, just realizing, I think, some of the fortune that he had. And by fortune, I mean, you know, privilege and that he felt these people were doing everything they could to to live in freedom. And when you um, say privilege, you mean privilege as him as an American and growing up the way he did had this kind of almost responsibility? Absolutely. But also as a BC boy, I think he had this platform um, from which to talk about the plight of other people and to work on issues that he cared about. I think also that the nonviolence of the Tibetan people really struck a chord with him. Right. I mean, Buddhism was a central part of Adam Yauk's world. He never struck me, though, as dogmatically religious. But did his Buddhist spiritualism precede his political involvement with the Tibet movement? And how did they play off each other? I think they were intertwined with one another. I think that his, I mean, the song that he wrote on the album, Bodhisattva Vow, I mean, that's a deeply religious concept. And on that same album, he had lyrics about how he hoped and prayed someday he'd visit on a free Tibet. So I think there was the political and there was the more spiritual aspects just completely wrapped around each other and and pushing all of it forward. I've seen a a number of interviews with Adam Yauk when he was alive, and and he seemed to indicate that his belief was that music could really change things in Tibet. But clearly it hasn't uh, and hadn't while he was alive. Why wasn't that a discouragement to him? I think he is an idealist in the good senses of the word, that he believed deeply, didn't need immediate proof of change. He knew change was going to come. Um, And unfortunately, not in his lifetime, but certainly in his daughter's lifetime. Hmm. Adam was married to a Tibetan woman, Dechen Wangdu. Did they have Mm -hmm. similar views about how to engage as activists on Tibet? Is she still waging a fight? Yeah. I mean, her family is deeply involved in the Tibet movement. She was born in America, but grew up as as a Tibetan activist. You've undoubtedly been following the news from Tibet uh, this year. There's been a terrible spike in self-immolations. I guess it really shows a desperation for many Tibetans about the situation they're in. Ultimately, what do you think the legacy of Adam Yauk will be for this movement? 
I think that Adam really helped jumpstart a youth movement for Tibet that will ultimately be uh, what is successful in freeing it. Uh, And I think that one of the things that is most important about his work is just how funny he was. Give us an example. I I mean, where did uh, Adam Yacht's humor come into play in a a movement that really doesn't kind of make you think of (laughs) funny stuff? I know. Everything was a joke. You know, the BC Boys loved uniforms and disguises. Mm. He he loved fake mustaches um, and mullet wigs. Um, Is there a lesson in that for an activist movement? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things that Yauk showed us is that through joy and laughter, we can also break through these injustices. I laughed as hard as I worked, and we were working really hard. I think never before in the history of the world has so much fun been had uh, while doing activism and movement building and trying to fight injustice. I think that's a great testament to who he was and a great legacy that he leaves for those of us who are still fighting the fight, whether it's for Tibet or other places and peoples. Aaron Potts, director of the consultancy Air Traffic Control, speaking with us from San Francisco about the legacy of Beastie Boy Adam Yauk, who died this year, a big loss to music and evidently for the free Tibet movement. Aaron, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. hard to hear, but this is the Beastie Boys track, The Update, in which Adam Yauk hopes to return someday to a free Tibet. You can watch highlights from the 1999 Tibetan Freedom Concert at theworld.org. This is PRI.